0: Up next on the Elevated Podcast. I want to talk to those of us who have been, look, super busy, but have young families. People just go and
1: go and go, and I think it's such a huge detriment to, like, a lot of children. They're not having time
0: with their family. It's been a blessed season, but yet it might have been some stresses in this season.
2: They're fighting, and I
0: lose them. And you've had little to no time to
3: deal with you. Learning to be more intentional. As well as
0: to be with your family. We you get this great idea that we're going to love the whole world and we're going to change the world, but then we forget our family. We sense that the business is picking up, ministry is picking up, family and friends outside of your household, pulling you off Sometimes There things become overwhelming
1: for us and, and it might be put on the back. We're not going to always get it perfect. I want to encourage people wow. that might feel overwhelmed. I don't want you to think you have to be perfect at it.
0: Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and make a financial commitment to support us on Patreon. The link is in the description. What's good, Elevation Nation, and welcome to the Elevated Podcast, where we empower emerging leaders who are going after their it through personal development. I'm your host, Christian Johnson, here for the next couple of, of episodes with my beautiful best friend, the love of my life, my wife, Lanisha, how are you doing, beautiful? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderfully well and improving. All right. <laughs> Let's go. We are going to have a conversation today around the topic, how to prioritize quality time for you and your family family i'm talking about ensuring that we have meaningful and quality time together amidst busy schedules who's busy come on somebody a lot of us are even as emerging leaders and listen our very special guest that we have with us today is going to help us navigate or elevate this conversation and this Yes, the, that we have today. The, they they're not strangers to us, but we did meet them through social media. Yeah. They also have done a broadcast with us before. All right, and and so this couple has been married for thirteen years. They have three beautiful children. They lead a house church together, where the mission is to make one-on-one disciples and guide people into the fullness of Christ. They also run a thriving. Somebody say thriving. A thriving photography business of the Luan photography based in Virginia Beach. You have to check out their work. It is beautiful. All right? But there's so much that we can say about this couple, um, and we can't tell it all. But let me tell you what I really admire, Beautiful, and and Elevation Nation. I admire their devotion to their family, their household. Even when scheduling this podcast interview, they made it clear, we (laughs) guard our Monday nights. That's family Time that's yeah. family night and at that moment i was like yes god like this is exactly you've affirmed the feeling and the thought so elevation nation please help us welcome to the elevate it podcast jake and jennifer welcome <laughs> how are you
1: we're good Great. thank you so much <laughs> for having us um it's such a joy to be on this podcast uh this morning and um we're just excited to have this conversation
0: how um, you feeling jake <laughs> i good
1: I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all right.
0: it's all right. We're going to go with this. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. So um, first and foremost, we'd like to ask a couple staple questions with all of our guests. And uh, the first one is, what is your inner tugging? We really uh, get this from Matthew 14, where Jesus is out on the water and there is a storm and the disciples are told to go to the other side. But there's a point in time where there's fear and there's terror that goes on. And Peter, out of all the leaders, Peter's the one that's like, look, if that's you, Lord, bid me to come. And Jesus says, come. So we have identified that as emerging leaders, as water walkers, like, there's something inside of us that tugs on our hearts and minds and says, look, even if it looks like it's this, even if it looks like it's terrifying, even if it appears to be a ghost, I'm sensing that if that's where you want me to go on the impossible, God, like I'm going to operate from my inner tugging, from my compelling and do what I need to do for kingdom advancement. So if you could briefly just share uh, what your inner tugging, what your it is with us.
1: Here
2: yeah,
0: you going go. All right, no, it's he's it's
1: laughing. He's laughing over here. You might have a
0: no. It's just it's
2: just you bring up that verse, and that is the verse that we reference quite often. You know, being uncomfortable mm. coming outside of the boat, we're constantly char- um you know challenging the church around us to come outside of the boat and stop looking at the left, the right, what you're standing on. Obviously, you're standing on water, or the voices that make you turn around and go, you know, a complete three 360, or going backwards, right? Um, instead of keeping your eyes fixed on Jesus, and in this walk with Jesus, you know, the, the tugging is to be uncomfortable.
1: Just along with the vein of the topic of this conversation for, for this podcast, you know, um, a tugging of the heart for us, I think is to love people. And sometimes loving people isn't always, um, I love you. I'm kind to you. I'm nice to you. Sometimes there's discipline in love. And even further in that vein of the tug of the heart to love is loving our family first, loving our family first. I, I have a quote on my wall, actually that I point at and reference a lot like because we get this great idea that we're going to love the whole world and we're going to change the world but then we forget our family but mother teresa actually said if you want to change the world go home and love your family first and i think wow. that's um at the basis you know, of, of my heart truly as a mother, like we can go out and we can counsel people, we can disciple people and we can get our kids in activities and we can have a really great, um, you know, uh, photography business and all of these things, but we forgot that we have these hearts and these children, um, that need us just as much as the next person. And so I think that even in, in you know some of that text that you sent and all of that in, in in the vein of this conversation keeps me balanced. Am I pouring into my relationship with my husband? Do I keep that sacred? We have um, date night you know every Friday and it's so important to me. I don't allow anything into that usually. It's very rare uh, into that space. The same thing with our children. I fight for that sometimes. Um, even with you know not necessarily fighting him, but I'm, I'm like saying we got to make sure. We're intentional about spending time with our children and and doing these things um Wonderful. I hope I don't have a, a head too far but I think that's the tug of my heart
0: no, that's good so if I want to sum that up um and cause the, uh, we have a multitude of of listeners as well um so we we also we we share this one is um so we're Christians and so um you're going to get jesus but this isn't a christian podcast but we are christian so you're going to go ahead and get jesus from that area and that aspect of it so looking at that aspect of this and sharing the hear in the heart and the minds, you guys are hearing and watching and hearing pastors and leaders who are truly convinced um, pertaining to, uh, the, 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 conviction of Christianity and the heart and the mind pertaining to that space. And so hear what they're saying, receive it, allow God to massage your heart and mind to hear the truth of what they're saying. But as far as their inner tugging and what I'm understanding and hearing is there's a compelling for, for truth. There's a compelling for them to identify, uh, truth and love. And sharing that, and and doing it unapologetically, and that's something that we have to honor as well. And so, at that tugging, looking at that area, say, look, I love you, and this is the truth. This is what I believe is truth, and this is what I'm going to share, and this is what I'm going to share with you, and this is what I'm going to release to you. And that's something that is needs, needed in the er, in the earth realm, pretending to that level of that integrity and that character, and it's through the area of 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 of, uh, of of truth. And what I, me and Lanisha were listening to a a podcast, and they were talking the difference between being truth, no, being nice and kind. Yeah. And yeah. so I don't know, did you want to jump in on that one real quick?
3: Yeah, I was actually thinking about that as, um, Jake and Jen, as you were talking, because you know, when we talk about the realm of family, um, and then even beyond, when we talk about our church families, or we talk about the communities that were within one of the toughest things is to have those hard conversations. Right. But in the vein of love, they're necessary because are you truly walking in love? If you aren't speaking up, we were just having this conversation this morning with one another. If you're not speaking up about something that God is impressing upon your heart. And that's that inner tugging that we like to talk about where God within us is saying, Hey, you need to speak up on this. Hey, you need to love on this person. You need to embrace this person, whether it's your, your child, Right. Your spouse, whether it's, you know, like I said, the people within the community that you're you're in mm-hmm. to be able to have those hard conversations is is love. It's choosing love and it's choosing to to give the truth. Mm-hmm. Of the matter versus trying to make someone feel okay in a moment when we're talking about an eternity or we're talking about major decisions in life that will impact us further than this moment. And so I think it's, you know, it's something that we all as leaders need to be able to um, embrace both at home and outside the home that we have to speak the truth in love. Yes. No matter what, no matter how uncomfortable it makes us feel.
0: Yeah. We have to identify what love is too. You get first Corinthians 13. It said, love is patient. Mm -hmm. Love is kind. It's not jealous. It's not easily angry. It keeps no record of wrongdoing. It's not an area of that. It's a, it's area. So looking and understanding what that is, is I think that's the area where we can agree and even disagree, but you can still operate through, through Love. love. Yeah. And so I think that's the part two, where I think I share it with you as well. And I'll share it with you, Jake and Jen, like I said, I think sometimes we have set in positions and this is thing that I've, I've, I've been in that place where I have been so um, passionate about getting my point across mm-hmm. that I missed the love factor. Like it messed me up. Yeah. Like it messed me up that there are so many things that I've hit in my heart and my mind, even related to come up family, my kids. Yeah. Like I know I'm right. (laughs) That's the big test. Like you ain't been there that long enough. Like I know I'm right. But what I did was like, I robbed them from unfolding.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: And so I didn't realize that, you know what, God, you're expressing yourself through my son.
3: Yeah.
0: And because of that and listening where they are, if I listen to where they are, it begins to shift me to a way that I can parent better. Mm-hmm. And not just make them do what I wanted them to do, train a child in a way that they should go in order they did not to depart. That training is a active area to see that level of unfolding and where God would lead them to go, not where I wanted them to go. So that's been where God's really been dealing with my heart because there's some things I think By now, they should be doing because they grew up in this house. (laughs) But the truth of the matter is there's a development. So I love the truth in love because I think with so much going on now, even in in, in the culture and society, like we could be missing some of those elements of me just trying to be, that's the way it was in my house. I don't know about y'all, but it was like, when I go on my, like, you say what I, you do what I say, not as I do type of situation. I love y'all parents. If y'all watching, I appreciate it. I really do. But there's something that I think in the heart and mind that starts to develop and unfold from there. Did y'all wanna jump in on that? Cause I got a lot more questions for y'all. Get ready for Elevation Ships, where we go live with couples who are going after their it, their inner tugging. What's good fam? I'm Christian, and this is the moment you all have been waiting for. My beautiful wife, Lanisha, is joining me for co host for elevation ships. Come on, somebody. I love that
1: idea of the truth and love. I think it's so powerful. I was reading, we were, we've we been reading a book um, by, I'm not sure who wrote it, but the, the changes that heal and in the beginning, a uh, Henry Cloud. So he talks about truth. You can't have truth alone because then you're legalistic and you just, it's so hard. <laughs> out from the- but then you can't have just love. You need the balance of truth and love together Um, for people to actually grow. And then there's another ingredient called time, but um,
0: Mm, all of of
1: us to grow. When you have those things, it's this beautiful like watering that God does and causes people to grow. And so we can't just be coming at truth and we can't just be coming at them with love, but we need the beauty of truth and love.
0: What's the name of that book? Because we can put that on the the link. What's the name of the book? Changes That Healed by Henry Cloud.
1: It's phenomenal. All
0: right. So I actually have a story and uh,
2: one day I was driving home and my two kids were in the back and they were bickering and then, you know, and I was like, Hey guys, you guys, you guys need to stop. And, you know, they stopped for like two seconds, not even like past two seconds. And then, you know, they're fighting again. And I know that's escalating. Sometimes they're roughhousing, having a good time, Jensen and Juliet. And then, you know, somebody gets hurt and then they're, you know, and I said, you guys need to stop, you know, start raising my voice. And then I don't remember what pushed me off, but I, I got super ticked. I mean, I was angry, and I was yes <laughs> right now. You guys better stop completely. And you know, I go to the gas station. I was like, "Not another word, whatever." And I go back in the car. and They're fighting, and I lose it. I mean, I completely mm. lose it.
0: I've Just, been there.
2: I'm going off, and they're you know they 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 stop. You know, they're they're done. Now it's silence because Dad has reached his limit. You know, and we get home, and I you know they uh, I think. Jensen, I went up to his room and I went, I went up there for some reason and he's sitting, he's sitting on the floor and I can see that he's holding tears back. And I look at him, I, you know, I'm still in my, my moment. And I say to him, I said, you got something to say? I said, go ahead and say, it. say what you you, you have to say. And then he goes, he said, he, it took like everything in him to say, you know, dad, what you said, I deserved, but there was a button there you didn't uh-huh. get in love. And mm-hmm. uh, i hearing here because, you know, just God just uses your kids, you know, and I, I fell to my knees and I repented and I, it just it moved my heart because it's crazy. And I know that a lot of, you know, the people out there that are watching this experience experience this where everybody gets this best version of us and our family gets the leftovers of us. And and the reason why, because I've asked lots of people about this, is because of fami- familiarity. And as Christians, mm. love, that cannot be an excuse. You know, if there's no love, then it's like pointless. None of it, like you don't have love, it's it's all of this is irrelevant. So yeah. I was just humbled, and I'm not saying that yeah. I, I, I don't continue to fail, but I yeah. will never forget that and how God used that because, you know, at, at that time, I think Jensen might have been like eight or nine. And wow. you can learn a lot from these these up and coming. I mean, and he hears that, right? Absolutely. We tell him about truth and grace and time and all of those things, and he's listening. And our kids are listening, and lots of people are watching, especially when we're following that we are under the microscope. And anything and everything we do will be a challenge to the word for people that know the word and people that don't, people that live the word and people that don't. So I think it's yeah. just a beautiful
0: illustration that God brought it back full circle powerful. Love it. I love it. I love it. Um, let me go a little deeper, um, far as the area of, uh, what we're talking about, if you're just joining us, um, first off, you can drop some mic drop moments because when you hear something that really applies to, uh, your heart, your mind, and you think that it can be encouraging and empowering to other emerging leaders, you can put it in a comment section with the microphone, uh, emoji and icon pertaining to that, but also you can go ahead and like this podcast, share it, and make sure that you subscribe, uh, to the elevate it podcast. But far as the, uh, if you're just joining us, pertaining to this area (laughs) and you've been moving forward with within this or you've been processing and hearing in and out what we're even talking about here uh, is is just the aspect of sometimes we can get so busy in life um, and we see the things that are going on in life and, and in ministry and in business where we've come to a place where, you know, it's like, hey, like, what about my family? What what about what about me? And so, I want to transition some of our conversation to really ask Jake and Jen. Like, have you ever been in a place? I know now you clearly said Monday nights is is my thing, but have you been in a, in a place where, like, it wasn't always like that? Like, you didn't have a, a designated time or focus on family, or has it always been like that for you both?
2: So, when before we even got married, my my mom actually said, "Hey, you know, it's really important to pour into your marriage." And she said, on Friday, when you guys have kids, then, you know, I'm happy to watch the kids to have date night. So that's all we've ever known, you know, and if we don't have date night for one reason or another, then, you know, we'll try to substitute a date out. But I mean, that's just always been part of our foundation.
1: Yeah, I even think for our kids, like we fight for it. Like it has like I am, I think the, you know, for me, the Bible is my standard. So the Bible is very clear on being balanced. Mm -hmm. And um, I've, you know, I've just seen like, especially in our culture, like people just go and go and go. And I think it's such a huge detriment to like a lot of children that are being brought up. They're not having time with their family. They're not that, they, you know, the TV's substituting that or, you know, um, or
2: sports games. Like yeah. that's not fam. Sports that's not necessarily family time. Yes, you're watching, but I mean, it's, you know, like, Hey, guess what? I have to miss church because I'm going to a sports game. I'm not trying to condemn anyone, you know, by by all means, but at the same time, yeah. how am I interacting with my kid? Yes, I'm cheering them on, but there's, there is lost time there. So we have to be very careful mm. about sitting with our kids, looking into their eyes. I mean, you know, to, to the audience out there, when's the last time you looked in your kid's eyes? When's the last time you looked in your wife's eyes and you can actually see them and not have all this noise, not have electronics, not have something in the background or something hovering over you? Ask yourself yeah.
1: that. And, and mm. so raising them, like you see their little hearts, their hearts, and we often downplay and we allow culture to deal with their problems or no answers at all. I know for me, I was raised in a home where I I didn't ask questions, like the TV raised me. And so there was so many unfulfilled questions that I had, things about life I couldn't figure out. And so you, the only way that you um, will know what's in your children's heart is by sitting with them and being intentional. Um, even we're very intentional about dates with our children. Yesterday, I took my little four-year, or she's almost 4 on a, a mommy-daughter date, and she loves it. She eats it up, and I ask her at, at her age, three, almost four, she'll be four uh, February 15th, but I ask her, is your heart okay? And she her little wow. answer, you know, like my heart's fine, mom, but sometimes when you're mad at me, like it hurts. Like she said those wow. words. Mm-hmm. No, but- wow her to talk to me. I'm teaching and searching my 11 year old son. What's going on in school? What are you hearing about in school? Like, is there anything that's confusing to you? And you have to be intentional to have those conversations. But if you're so engulfed by everything, um, then you're not having those conversations and we're not doing our job as training them and pouring into them. Um, that's mm-hmm. our job is that's our number one thing. Yeah. And back to mother Teresa's thing. You know, we, if you want to change the world, let's love our family. Right. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Everybody else, and not our family. So, so to answer your question, um, I don't think so. I think we fight for it. If it's starting to get a little off, I'm I'm ready to reel it back in. Okay, we need to make sure if we're not spending Saturday together because we're doing weddings Sunday evening, we're doing something together. You know?
0: Yeah, it's clear. So you always have had it. You've always have had it in your relationship.
1: I mean, yeah. Like I just feel like again, if it's getting off, like we're doing too much it's you can you can you can ask him i'm like no we need to be together as a family you know like we have to be it's like monday night we've done this tuesday night or okay now thursday night we need to be together eating together talking together let's play games let's turn off the tv let's there's one night we let our kids choose a different activity to do so we're feeding each of them and their love takes get filled you know so yeah
0: well, how, how do you do, well, I want to talk to the, well, so somebody's watching and they're listening and it's not a they're not accustomed to this. Like this might be new for them, right? It's like, look, we, we, we haven't done that, but they're entrepreneurs, they're leaders. They could even be ministry leaders, right? Cause mm-hmm. some of us pertain to that level. Like the church is taking all the time or the business is taking on time, or I hear what you're saying. However, if I go and do this, then I'm not making money or I'm not doing this and I'm doing that type of situation. So what would you say to somebody who listens to this? It sounds great. It sounds nice, but they don't even know where to start within it all. They're thinking and processing is that you know what I've worked so hard I came from nothing I work I work this hard I'm at this point in place now like I know my family needs my time but I also whatever need to pay the bills do this or do that like what would you say to them to start like what are they don't know where to start How, how would you have them start
1: I think like I struggle with achieving I am an achiever so I could build a thing and get lost in it Like I could strive to make more money. I could strive to be better. I can do all of those things. And that is something that I struggle with. But I think that it's the intentionality, like the reminder constantly that my children are, that is what God put me here for. Like, and keep coming back to, even if it's small windows, maybe it's like, Hey, a thirty-minute trip to Dunkin' Donuts to get a donut with your child and listen to them. Put that down. You have to be so intentional, and you have to discipline yourself. It doesn't need like it doesn't need to be four hours, but in a car ride, instead of them being on their cell phone or you, you know, whatever it is, um, say, hey, let me have a conversation. How, how's everything in your life? Or a thirty-minute walk around the neighborhood. I'm um, just being intentional. It's not like. Mm spending 50 hours with your children but Mm -hmm. seeing knowing them being intentional taking one night a week and nothing replaces that one night a week you know it's intentionality uh if it's an hour altogether, they will see that that will impact them
2: i think i think thank you yeah for starters is being intentional about sitting with your spouse and writing down what the schedule looks like right so this is my Mm. this is my all right what can we replace because if not we live in a house where later on we're marked as absentee parents because, and it's the truth. I mean, there are mm. some people that saying that she was raised by a television set. So there had to have been absentee parents like that. I don't want to look back on my life and when my kids were like, oh, remember daddy was always on his cell phone? Oh my gosh, like even though it might be a joke, how <laughs> the truth is to, you know, or, hey, I drew a picture of dad and it's me looking at my phone. Like, look at everything mm. right now we're present and we're in the same room. That's crazy and it's scary. And that, you know, that freaks me out to the point of like, all right, we have to be intentional, as Jennifer even mentioned, like, even if it's 15 minutes or 30 minutes to Dunkin' Donuts, the kids and I, we have, we have, um, we read the word in the morning, right? So we'll read a chapter right now, we started in Genesis, we're in Jeremiah now, and we'll go through it, and then we'll talk about it. And then we'll say, hey, how can we apply this to our lives? How can we practice this? And if we miss a day, then we'll go back into it and read a few more, just depending on how the Holy Spirit leads us. But at the same time, Intentional about it, you know. Okay, mm-hmm. like, hey, we haven't done yeah. it in a while. We have to make this happen. So it might be overwhelming. So for all of those that may feel like failures, we all feel like failures at points. You know, maybe a few times a day. You're not a failure. Get back up. Look at it. Be intentional and make time and sacrifice it. And I promise you, you will not regret it.
1: I do want to say one more wow. thing. Intentionality deals with the heart too. So okay. even if you're perfect at it, and your heart is good towards it. It's like, what does your heart love? Does my heart, I, I'm not I'm not trying to put condemnation, but we can put the things, things are out of order often in our lives. Like our jobs are important. We have to make money, but so are our kids' hearts. And so just mm. a few minutes, you know, like it's also important to me. I love you enough to see you and spend time with you and be together. Um, so I think wow. intentionality often is rooted what what's the most important to us. You know, we're intentional about making that money. You know, we're intentional about right. all the other things. You know, so right. and and knowing that you're not going to be perfect at it, you there's there's times that things become overwhelming for us and, and they might be put on the back burner for a week or two, but we come right back to it. You know, and I want to encourage people wow. that might feel overwhelmed. I don't want you to think you have to be perfect at it.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You to reach out. Best. I don't know how much information of ours you, you, is given out, but uh, yeah, reach out, message us, whatever. And we're happy to just, you know, be there for you. <clears throat>
0: Absolutely. We will definitely give you the opportunity to go ahead and share all your social media tags and everything else to uh to go ahead and connect. Um absolutely. Um beautiful that you want to jump in on and any of that I seen you writing.
3: <laughs> now, I just love I love the in, the word intention because um like Jake said like you're, we're we're not going to always get it perfect, mm-hmm. but I think when our heart is intentional about something when we're, when that is the motive of our heart. And like, we've put things in place, like you said, like sitting down with your spouse or, you know, whoever, you know, you're running the household with and and deciding like, this is what our week is going to look like. And this is the time we're committing to our family. Yeah this is the time we're committing to each other and now we're accountable to one another mm-hmm. so if something does get off you have that person and even our children yeah. right we let them know tuesday is family night mm-hmm. so they've come to us what are we doing for family night right. this week mm-hmm. you know can i choose something this week or you know i've been the i've been on the other side of that mom I called your name five times, but you've been on your phone or you're writing that email. Can, you know, you don't, you didn't hear me. And those words stick. And that thing that that reminds me, and I have to be more intentional, right? So even like when they walk in the door from school, I'm learning to be more intentional, put down whatever you're doing, or before they walk in, I know what time they get home. Let me stop what I'm doing now. So when they walk in, I can give them that attention. How was your day? What's yeah. going on with you? Yeah. Um, even, you know, for a few moments, cause we have teenagers now. So their, their time for us is like limited, you know, they take us in bite sizes now, but either way, them knowing that our intention is there, that we are genuinely concerned about where they are in life and where they are with God. And yeah. You know, in in purpose and how they're doing and even their own friendships and relationships, like showing that genuine interest, I think is um, how we develop that trust and that circle of love within our households that goes all the way around and it's not one sided. Yeah.
0: I love it. Um, if you're watch, you're watching uh, or listening. I want to pull out some 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 things that you, you may be hearing. Um, if you haven't taken the, the opportunity to write them down, which I think is really good, because we want you guys to leave with something that you can take with you. All right. So we're hearing you keep hearing intent intentionality. So being having intention, right? But if you also look at the area of intention, you also are going to hear and see the area of discipline. Even Jake was mentioning that as well, pertaining to like that discipline. He said we read in the morning, we do this here, mm-hmm. so you're intentional, but you also are setting the area of that discipline pertaining to that heart and knowing that you're giving yourself space and grace I'm hearing that through jen uh jennifer and and through um lanisha as well like you don't have to necessarily be perfect right but you got to get started pretending to these things as well and if you look at the area of you've been hearing as well in the area of the conversation to pull those things out um I, I i have like me us and we okay so if you're writing this down this might be something that might be helpful for you so christian what do you mean by me like when well, me we believe here in the area of like When it's me, it's God within me. So we cooperate, right? Uh, Luke tells us that the kingdom of God is within. So we don't have just a God that's out there. We have a God that lives within us. Jesus says, I need to go ahead and go. So He'll send a helper that comes within you. So you have God within you. You're coded with God DNA. So when I have me time, it's me with God within, looking within, not focused on external. What's to us? Us is the marriage aspect. If you listen to Jake talk, he's like, look, I'm intentional. We got to have date night. We got to talk. We got to do different things like that. You listen to Jennifer. She's like the area of the we, the we the family aspect, like they all are needed. If we skip over me and God within time, or just deal with the area of us to try, we can kind of be in balance. And they talked about that. So just from the coaching perspective, the coach that I am, I wanted to pull out some meat for you guys to make sure that you're writing these things down to sit with yourselves, to say, ask myself, how am I being self-aware of what God is doing in my heart and my mind? And how am I showing up in the area of my marriage? And how am I showing up for our family? Then... We get up to the area of thinking about the business and the the, the the ministry and all those variations of different things. So hopefully that was helpful for you all. Oh, time is yep. fleeting. This is crazy. <laughs> like we could probably talk so, so, so much. But I do want to ask y'all um as we're starting to conclude. I want you to give your handles so we can go ahead and follow you in every every aspect of what you're doing. Um, But I also want to throw this out there so you can think about this as a a closing comment. I, I want you to leave us with a word that we can take with us. As we're moving forward, you've heard everything that we've been been talking about. And there's some things in your heart, your mind, your spirit that would encourage Elevation Nation, the watchers, uh, those who are viewing and listening that they can take with them, whether it's something that is just from your spirit or something that is practical. Leave us with something that we can take with us to help us to really prioritize our family and spend that good quality time. But before we go there, could you please share with us some of your social handles and how we can follow you?
1: Christian, I would love to do that, but I have to, I'm, it's burning in me, I have to say one more thing to this. There's another word we need to, to kind of put into play with this is expectation. So, like, we need to set an expectation for our family and our children as well. So, um, Lanisha, you were talking, like, sometimes you're like, I'm going to stop this email. Well, I've taught my kids, hey, if I'm in the middle of the email, because, you know, with this new generation, we're all home together. We're constant with each other. Like, I have to work. So, that's an expectation or that's a boundary, right? So, just because I'm typing or I'm doing something, it doesn't give you access to me all the time. So you know that the expectation is, so I'm typing, I have to finish what I'm doing, and then I will speak to you. You're important to me, but you don't have access at every single moment of the day. We're mm. um, important to set that boundary because I have to work and you have to work. And people listening have to work. And our kids often think they have access to it. that's every moment. We've actually created a generation that feels like that. That <laughs> have to remind them, hey, I'm in the middle of an email, but you're important. And I want to hear what you have to say. So when they come home, you might see me in the middle of an email. You might see me on a text message um but i'm spe- i'm setting that expectation for them so i think we have to do that as well it's not a free for all um but there's boundaries and limitations in which we have to flow and operate to get all of the things done that we need to so mm. instagram that's so hand. good
3: thank you <laughs> uh
1: vinluin photography at vinluin photography if you want to follow us there if you like wedding photography uh tips and tricks and you're bride to be we'd love for you to follow us um we also have a house church Uh, it's a love revival at love revival house church, um, uh, on Instagram there. Um, I don't know if we have anything else as far as Instagram handles or, uh, any of those types of things, but you can follow us on Instagram. We'd love to, to hear from you, for you to reach out to us, any struggles you might be having. We love to walk people through those things as best as we can. So,
2: yeah, we have our Facebooks too. If you see our names, Mm -hmm. it's find us, you'll see us and feel free to add us or, you know, if you have needing anything to navigate, ask questions. We're happy to help.
3: Awesome.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, Beautiful. Do you have anything before they give us some closing words?
3: No, just thank you guys so much um, for your time and giving us these words of wisdom. I'm taking notes, not just for the show, but for myself as well. So I appreciate it.
0: Yes. Jake and Jen, you have it. Leave us with something that uh, is going that we can take throughout the week.
1: I think number one, intentionality. And set those expectations and just and just start, start. And knowing your your family's important. You know, God gave them to you. Um, they're the most important, especially for that next generation. Your job will pass away, but your uh your family, you want to instill the, the best into them. So
0: mm.
2: So for me, I would just say that it, it says it. It says it in the word that your family is your first ministry. And mm. for those there's different people on here, but like family is important. You might not have had the best upbringing, but that's on you to change that. You know, you can change it, the trajectory for your family. There's something called generational curse, whether you believe in it or not. You do some research on it. You are the one that can change the trajectory. It doesn't matter necessarily what happened. Yes, it does to an extent, but you can change that. So. I would say focus on your family. I know I've heard of that before, but also at the same time, (laughs) I was like, oh, yeah, I love that place. Um, But also, and I I know you guys have heard this before, but everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Let's not even work on part two and three of that. Let's just work on everyone should be quick to listen. May I hear your Mm -hmm. heart? May I hear your heart, my wife? I don't need to hear two and three because I haven't even got one down yet. So why am I focused on trying to get two and three down? What happens sometimes when we're listening, it's like, it's like double Dutch, right? Like I'm trying to jump in so quick to, you know, quick to listen, slow to speak, but like slow to speak might be two seconds. And that's not, that's not long enough. Sometimes we have to sit in it after I've heard your heart to separate my emotion. And that line, this is the line that I'm going to leave you guys with is state fact and subtract emotion. You know, like when they are having these conversations, like take the emotion out of it because it's not necessarily about you when they're sharing your kids, your wife. Right, they want mm. you to hear their heart, and they're letting you in a safe place. And that place will only be safe if you cultivate it at some point. Those hearts will harden against you if you don't keep it safe.
0: Yeah, mm. wow, wow, we do wow. A part two soon. Wow. <laughs> wow, thank you. No, seriously, thank you. Yeah. Um, we honor your time as well, but we appreciate all that you shared. Please, uh, like, subscribe, take notes, go back, listen to this again, and um. Just continue to have an amazing week. Um, They left so much for us. So please eat it all up. All right. So Elevation Nation, we will see you next week. And Jake and Jen, we will talk to you soon as well.
3: Thank you guys.
0: Yes. Now, don't forget to like, subscribe, and make a financial commitment to support us on Patreon. The link is in the description.